What up, what up, what up, YouTube world? This is K Lump coming at you again from where? Game zone, baby. Y'all know where we at. We located at 31515 Lorraine Road, North Olmstead, Ohio. Come play with us. $35 per person, two to five people to play. Escape rooms. Come have some fun with us. Put you in virtual reality. Have fun. We got snacks. We got drinks. Shout out to Wild Child TV. Guess what we talking about today, y'all? As a felon, do you have a right to carry a firearm? Oh, <laughs> most people believe that once you get a felony, that you cannot carry a firearm anymore. Is that true? Or is it untrue? We're going to break down one state, the state of Ohio. That's the state I'm from. So it's easy to pull up the ORC codes and see what happens. You catch a felony, or you can you ever have a firearm? I'm not talking about filing paperwork to courts and asking for permission. I'm talking about can you just do it? So what are we talking about today? Okay, I'm gonna educate y'all. I told y'all we're gonna be jumping around the board, reacting to different videos. But today I got a great video from Whalen Law Office. Shout out to y'all, and he's talking about restoring federal firearms rights with a felony. Okay understand that he could be talking about his location where he practices at and I'm talking about the state of Ohio so there's going to be some uh, again I'm reviewing this reaction video with you guys at the same time so I have not watched it I started to watch it and then I said you know whoa let me go back and then go live and put all the information out so we can have correct information if we're talking about the last episode I made a, 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 a verbal error in the last episode when I said that good time days was 57 it was really uh 47 and we were supposed to be getting 54 so that was the difference right there so just to clarify that and make that correction there okay well let's get at it right see what you got for us can you as a felon legally carry a firearm ever again see what they say Friday, everybody. This week's video Happy Friday, is everybody. that comes up from time to time, and that is when I get a client that comes in that was convicted of a felony several years ago, even sometimes. You know, I, I always say words mean things. So in order to understand the full context of things, we have to have definitions. We have to understand the concept behind what's being said. So everybody knows that somebody who was convicted of a felony or has a felony we just call it a felony because it's easy to say but it actually has a definition okay yes felony actually has a definition let's find that definition of felony really quickly i got a lot of boxes up y'all so we're gonna be we're gonna be we're gonna be learning today so we teaching today all right uh, let me use, I think it's, I can use this one right here. All right, uh, antitrust, okay, right there. I want to highlight that right there. I just want to make that bigger, uh, make that little bigger, bigger for y'all so y'all can see it as well. So let's go to 200%. Okay, there we go. All right. The term crime punishable by imprisonment for a term exceeding one year. Okay. That is the definition of a felony. 
in order for you to qualify for a felony, whatever crime you commit has to what? Exceed the term of one year. Okay? That's the definition of it. So they broke the definition down. We now understand, if you didn't before, when somebody says they got a felony, you know whether or not they go to jail. That's not what it's talking about. You can have a felony and not go to jail, okay? They don't, they, they don't go hand in hand with each other, all right? So what we need to understand is to be considered a felony, whatever crime you did had to be punishable by a term of exceeding one year. Let's keep going with my man. Decades ago, and they want to try to find a way to get their gun rights restored to them. So this is a tricky, tricky question with an even trickier answer. Okay. What I don't like about this situation is, is it's not tricky at all. It doesn't have a tricky answer at all. It's really straightforward. If you read and you understand what the law is saying, and you can comprehend what the law says, then it's very simple to understand whether you can or you can't. Depending on, here's the key, the state you are from. Maintain that and hold on to that. So here is something that may surprise some of you. There is uh, actually a law that allows the federal government to restore gun rights to people convicted of a felony. Because as most of you know, if you're convicted of a felony, you cannot possess any firearms or ammunition. You see what he just said? There is a law that the federal government will restore your rights back to you. Because as you know, if you're a felon, you cannot have firearms and ammunition. This is kind of a half truth. It's a somewhat true, but it's somewhat not true. Okay. So, and this is where people will be confused right here and they will believe this and they will say, Oh, well I can't cause I can't cause they said I can't let's go further. That's a prohibition both on the state level and on the federal level. So even if the state of Texas does something to restore your gun rights to you, which they can do, on the federal level, you would still be violating a law if you possess a gun. This is not true. Okay? If you have a state, state, this is, this is where the confusion comes in. If you have a state felony, let's say you were in, for instance, the state of Texas. And the state of Texas, what he told you before, has restored your rights to own a firearm, which we'll get to the name of those. They don't call it restore rights to firearms, okay? Then, at that moment, you would not and could not be charged federally for owning and possessing a firearm, okay? And I'm going to show you why as we go forward. And you're convicted of a felony. So there is a federal law that allows for this. It's 18 U.S.C. 925. And it says that the Attorney General of the United States has the power to receive an application for this specific type of relief and grant that relief. What's even more surprising is that there is a committee or a board that was set up within the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, and Firearms whose sole responsibility it was to review these applications and make decisions on them. Here's where it gets tricky, though. Because you'd be able to go online, you'd be able to find that form, find that application, fill it out, and send it in. In nights back in 1993, uh, the Senate Appropriations Committee, when they did their budget, they defunded the alcohol, tobacco, and firearms for using any money for this committee, specifically for this committee. They said that they cannot use any government money to 
fund these efforts. What that means is, for all intents and purposes, the committee, even though it still exists by name, no longer operates in any way, shape, or form. Okay, I don't want to go run it too long. You know, I don't know what he's going to say anyway, so let's get at some untruths and some truths, okay? He brought up a statute. Let's go here. There we go. 18 U.S.C. 925C, okay? Which a person, it says, a person who is prohibited from possessing, shipping, transporting, receiving firearms and ammunition may make an application to the Attorney General for relief from the disability imposed by federal laws, by federal laws, from the disability imposed by federal laws. What does that mean? That means that what this man right here is talking about is if you have a felony directly from the federal government. If you have a felony from directly from the federal government, meaning you don't have a state case, state felony, none of that. The FBI, DEA, uh, maybe the CIA, uh, any other organization like that came after you, charged you, and indicted you, and then put you in jail, and now you are considered a felon because your crime did what? Consisted of a year or more, right? Okay, let's keep learning. Then you then have to go through this process in order for you to get the opportunity to have your firearms rights restored to you. And we'll fast forward forward back to where we were and let him keep talking. And again, after I get done with this, we're going to jump into what we're talking about, and I'm going to show it to you on paper. I'm not the one who just want to talk and talk and, and make you believe I think I know everything. I'm going to show it to you in law. So you'll see it, so you'll know, like, okay, what he talking about? Ain't Man, this dude might be crazy. You're going to have me catching cases. Any money for this committee, specifically for this committee, they said that they cannot use any government money to fund these efforts. What that means is, for all intents and purposes, the committee, even though it still exists by name, no longer operates in any way, shape, or form. Why that makes this matter so messy is because if you were to fill out an application, send it off to the ATF, you would likely receive that application back to you saying that this, this committee has been defunded, is no longer operational, and therefore can take no action on your application. Now, if you were to petition the federal court, let's say you were convicted of a federal felony back in the 80s and you want to go back to that same court and say, I'd like to appeal this decision that they denied my application for this relief, which is generally speaking in your right to do. You can appeal a decision that was made by a governmental entity. The problem you run into, and there's case law out there that talks about this, is because this committee is not actually making a decision. They're not denying your application. They're simply taking no action on it. That handcuffs the federal district courts to where they now do not have standing to overturn the decision because in the eyes of the law, no decision has been made. So that, may, that means that people with felony level convictions are kind of stuck. Even though the law specifically allows a mechanism for them to get their gun rights back in actual practice, such relief just doesn't exist. The only Correct. way currently to get your gun rights back is through some act of clemency, whether that's a pardon on the state level or on the federal level. Other Just the federal that, level. Really we'll see, no I'll show you why. So when people come in and they ask, 
hey, how do I get my gun rights restored? This was um, a felony that happened back when I was a teenager or a young adult, and now I'm in my 40s or 50s. I'm a totally different person. Unfortunately, my answer nine times out of 10 is there's really nothing we can do as of right now. Yet his answer should be, is it a federal felony or is it a state felony? That's what his answer should be. Now, we're always keeping our eye on the law to see if anything changes, if all of a sudden this committee starts to become funded again to where they're reviewing these applications and anything changes. Maybe we should invest, uh, put some money towards getting this committee, uh, committee active again. What do you guys think? But until that happens, this answer is likely not going to change anytime soon. And as you can imagine, one of the last thing, things on legislators' minds is hey, we really need to look at restoring the gun rights of convicted felons. It's just not something that's ever going to generate enough political buzz for anybody to really take any action on it. So I don't anticipate this answer to change anytime soon. So unfortunately, if you know somebody that was ever convicted of a felony and they want to know the answer, hey, how do I get my gun rights back? As of right now, the answer is unless you can secure either a presidential or a governor pardon, then the answer is going to be there's really nothing you can do. If you have any questions about any of this. See what he said? He's a lawyer. He said there's nothing you can do. If he's talking about a federal felony, he's correct. There's nothing you can do. You're kind of stuck in limbo. But there's people out here with state felonies. And the question you have to ask is what does your state Felony say. Let's go to it. Okay. I want, we're going to read over this. 921, 820. As a matter of fact, no, let me go to here first. First, in the federal system, felon in possession of a firearm falls up under section 922G. Under 922G, it says one common federal criminal charge applies to possession of a firearm by a felon. 922G includes a variety of situations involve illegal firearm possession, but section one of this provision states. Now, here's the elements of the crime. G, it shall be unlawful for any person. So now it's laying out the basics. To one, who has been convicted in any court See the words, any court of a crime punishable by imprisonment for a term exceeding one year. See, they didn't say felony. You see, they gave you the definition of it. Who has been convicted in any court of a crime punishable by imprisonment for a term exceeding one year. So, when you get arrested in the federal system, they have to prove first that you have a crime that excludes you from possession of firearms. This is what they have to prove. How to, it's kind of easy to do in a courtroom. All you do is bring the person's previous criminal record and you show it and say, this is the crime that disqualifies that individual from owning a firearm. Okay? To ship or transport in interstate or foreign commerce, moving across state board boundaries or even within the state boundaries, or possess in or affecting commerce, any firearm or ammunition or to receive any firearm or ammunition which has been shipped or transported inter interstate or foreign commerce. Let me explain that to y'all. Let's say that you live in the state of Ohio 
and it's a, manuf a gun manufacturer in that state called High Point. And you are caught with that High Point, and you are a felon, according to the definition of the federal government's felon. And when they caught you with that gun, you didn't have any bullets in the gun. They just caught you with the gun. At that moment, you are not a felon in possession of a firearm. Why not? Because you have not affected interstate commerce. This is how the government gets their authority. Okay? Why haven't you affected interstate commerce? Intrastate. Inside the state. Talking about Ohio. Because the firearm that you have has not left the boundaries of Ohio first. It was manufactured in the state of Ohio. It came from a plant in the state of Ohio. And then it ended up in your hands in the state of Ohio. But let's say you have a bullet in that gun. And that bullet was a 9mm that was made in Texas. That bullet has left interstate commerce, intrastate, and now has went interstate. And now it has traveled across borders into the state of Ohio and found its way into your high point. You will not be charged with a gun. You'll be charged for the bullets. Felon in possession of a firearm or ammunition that has traveled outside of intrastate commerce into interstate commerce. Okay? I know it's crazy, but just keep, just keep going with me. I got you. Okay? So, we, we've established this. Okay? According to the lawyer guy, once you get this charge right here, there's nothing you can do. But understand one thing. There's only one way to get this charge. You have to have a previous crime. Read the, look what they have to prove. It shall be unlawful for any person who has been convicted. You have to have been convicted to get this charge. In any court of a crime punishable by imprisonment of a term exceeding one year. Okay? What does that mean? That means you get caught with some marijuana in Ohio and let's say they charge you with a felony two or felony three or felony four or felony five. Two years later, you get caught with a gun. 922G kicks in. Okay? Now follow me. Great. Let's keep going. Wild Child Entertainment TV. Lumpkin Electronics here. VR Escape Room. Come play with us. Let's keep going. Okay. So, we were talking about restoration of rights. How do you get gun rights back? Let's travel to... Hmm, do I want to go with this one first? As a matter of fact, let's go here and I'll explain this. Okay. I want you to break this down. This is another subsection of 920s. You see, we all when we're talking about guns, I want you to notice something, especially on a government level. You'll see 921, 922. We're just going in order. Everything has to be defined. You know, so uh, that's one thing that the government does. They define everything. Everything has a definition. So if I can go, okay, I'll give you an example. The term person and term whoever includes an individual, corporation, company, association, firm, partnership, society, or joint stock company, okay? So th the government has just told you what classifies as a person, the definition of it. And they do this for everything. The term firearm means A, a weapon including a starter gun which will or is designed or may uh, readily be converted to expel a projectile by actions of explosives. Why do they have these definitions? Because they can't just bring you in a court and say he had a gun, and then you say, no, that's a BB gun. And they say, oh, so it don't meet the, it don't meet the qualifications and the definition of the term. Same thing as felony. Felony means something. 
being convicted of a crime that exceeds one year. Everything has a definition in law, okay? So they explain every definition, what the term means, what the term shotgun means, what is a short barrel, what is a rifle, and they continue to explain these things. Let's see what the United States government in the explanation of guns says about whether a felon can own a gun or not. Look at what it says. The term crime punishable by imprisonment for a term exceeding one year does not include. Look at how 922G comes after 921A20. So 921A20 is a subsection that's, that's taking a, a, not including something. So it's saying, Look at, I'm going to read it again, and then we're going to run through it. The term crime punishable by imprisonment exceeding one year, basically a felony, does not include any federal or state offenses pertaining to antitrust violations, unfair trade practices, restraint of trade, or other similar offenses relating to regulation of business practices. What does that mean? That means that you stole somebody's money you got a felony charge and just because you have a felony charge does not disqualify you from owning firearms that's what that just said let's read it again the term crime punishable by imprisonment of a term exceeding one year does not include does not include so it's taking things off the table that is not included in the term crime punishable by a term of one year a felony let's look at b any state offense here we go classified by the laws of the state as a misdemeanor and punishable by a term of imprisonment of two or less years. What did it just say? It just told you. It just told you that a misdemeanor, because a misdemeanor is a crime that what? You can get two or less years for. So what they're saying is, is a misdemeanor is disqualified from this section of, of, of the gun laws. Don't include that. Okay. Look at what it says. What constitutes a conviction? I'm right here. I'm going to sentence down here. What constitutes a conviction of such a crime shall be determined in accordance with the law of the jurisdiction in which the proceedings were held. The federal government is saying right here that whatever jurisdiction that the crime took place in we have to look to what that state says or what that location says to determine whether or not you have violated a gun law. Y'all following me? Great, great. Okay, here we go. Any conviction, any words mean things. Conviction, which has been expunged. Okay, that's one. Set aside, that's two. Or for which a person has been pardoned, that's three, wasn't the guy talking about that? Okay, let's keep going. Or has civil rights restored, that's the key, shall not be considered a conviction for the purposes of this chapter. Don't 922G and all them other numbers come after? They're talking about this chapter, the gun chapter. Unless, see how they threw that in there? Such pardon expungement or restoration of civil rights expressly provides that the person may not ship transport possess or receive firearms i think y'all got me i don't think i have to repeat that i think y'all got it let's keep moving we in the state of ohio
you 21 years old you don't got no money you out here stealing people's money check cashing stealing people's checks you do this for two three four five years you get caught state of Ohio catch you say cuz you was doing this we gonna sentence you to two years in prison two years probation you get out of prison in a year because you was good got a felony it's a felony four get out of state prison year you do a year probation they kick you off you got a felony can you own a firearm give you another scenario with the same person dude driving down the street get pulled over by the police sir smell marijuana in the car can you please step out the car sir mm, sure sir you got the marijuana stick got to write you a ticket for it marijuana possession of marijuana felony five thank you give you a thirty dollar fine and hundred dollar fine and year probation and you're done can you get your uh can you own a firearm? This guy. I'm not going to say it. Other two guys, I'm going to go to woman. This woman. Boyfriend come home, been cheating on her. She walked through the door. Pow! He, she sock him. Stomping him out in the hallway. Police arrive. Arrest her for uh, domestic violence. Felony. She get it. Give her two years probation. Some anger management courses. Can she own a firearm? Three scenarios I just gave you. Three scenarios. Guy with a gun, guy with weed in the car. Girl with a domestic violence. And a guy stealing checks. All felons. All got the same. Let's say they all got felony fives all in their record. State of Ohio. They all got felony fives. They all have done and completed their time. Let's see what Ohio says. Okay. Having weapons under disability is the law in the state. ORC, Ohio Revised Code 2923.13. Let's go through it. Unless relieved from disability. Look how it starts. Unless relieved. That means that there's relief possible. It's the first thing. Under operational law or legal process. What does that mean? That means that under operational law means it just happened under the law. You may not know it happened, but it happened. Legal process means you file some paperwork. No person shall knowingly acquire, have, carry, or use any firearm or dangerous ordinance, and any of the following apply. If any of the following apply, they got to prove their case. One, the person is a fugitive from justice. So you have to be a fugitive from justice to be charged with this. The person is under indictment for or has been convicted of any felony offense or violence or has been adjudicated a delinquent child for the commission of an offense that is committed by an adult who would have been felt had been a felony offense of violence. Three, the person is under indictment for has been convicted of any felony felony offense involving the illegal, illegal possession, use, sale, administration, distribution, trafficking, and any drug or abuse, or have been adjudicated delinquent child for the commission of the offense that is committed by an adult would have been a felony offense involving the illegal possession, use, sale, administration, distribution, or trafficking, and any drug abuse. The person is drug dependent in danger, in danger or drug independence or chronic alcohol. The person is under adjudication of, men, uh, of mental incompetence. 
We can stop right there. Whoever violates this section is guilty of having weapons while under disability, a felony of the third degree. What it didn't say. I gave you three. Three. One, two, three. The guy with the checks, the dude with the weed, and the girl with the uh, domestic violence. The guy with the checks. Did it say anything in here that if you get if you stealing people's money or you defrauding people that you can't own firearms? It did not. Did it say anything in here about if you uh, stealing people's stuff or if you doing all this? One second. If you doing all this, then you can't own firearms. Nope. What did it say? Illegal possession. Illegal possession. Use. Sale, administration, distribution, trafficking of marijuana, no more firearms. Uh, if you drug dependent and it's proven, chronic alcohol dependent, no more firearms. Person is under incompetence, no more firearms. What about uh, violence? Felony offensive violence. Felony offensive violence. Now, how do you know if you're Felony offensive violence is considered a felony offensive violence. Well, the state of Ohio, take this word and drop it in there, they'll give you everything that they consider their definitions of violent crimes. And if your crime falls under there, you can no longer own a firearm. So let's say you say, okay, Kev, okay, well, I was stealing people's money and robbing them and all that stuff. Uh, I got, I'm not talking about robbing with a pistol because that would be a what? Dangerous, violent crime, correct? Okay, stay with me now. So now, if you then now go and get a firearm carried, and you get pulled over, and they say, oh, well, you got a felony. When they run your name, Cleveland police is going to know, oh, well, your, your felony doesn't qualify for us to charge you with having weapons under disability. The federal government has now said, what? Conviction for the purpose of this chapter, unless such expungement may not ship or transport. We already know what the state of Ohio says about carrying firearms, right? You can't do it if you have fall up under these categories. But let's look at this one right here. The United States government in 2021 uh, arrested 7,450 people charged offenders, and they were convicted of the 922G, 7,454. Okay, 7,454. Out of those 7,454, how many do you think the federal government, prosecutors, their lawyers, anybody, went back to see if their crime was a qualifying crime when it took place? He got a felony. He's not supposed to have guns, right? Instead of looking at what it really says, okay? 922G, they just look at this and say, who has been convicted in any court of crime punishable by? That's all they're trying to prove. They're not trying to come here and say, well, wait a minute, there's, if they had the rights restored. So let's go to what that means. Civil rights, let's talk about it, okay? Under conviction of a felony, a person loses the right to vote. So when you go to jail, you don't vote. Uh, serve on a jury or hold an office higher or honor and trust and profit, meaning mayor, governor. You can't do these three things. Follow me now. However, a, pace, a person may vote during the period of probation, non-jail community sanction, 
by Ohio Revised Code 2961.01a, dad is son, other civil rights are restored to most convicted persons, keyword most, upon final release from parole or post-release control or upon completion of the prison sentence if the person is not placed under post-release control. Let me just break that down to you in some simpler language. The first guy who was the check guy, remember he, he did the year and got out and then he did a year on probation? Once he got out, he can now vote. He still can't be a governor and he still cannot uh, sit on the jury. Once he has finished his year probation, now he can sit on the jury and now he can be a mayor, right? And he can also vote. So what has happened is, is by operation of law, he has received his civil rights back. What does that mean? That means by operation of law, the federal government now cannot come charge him with being a felon in possession of a firearm if he has a firearm because the, what did it say? What did it say? Where is that? Let me see. Let me see. It is determined in accordance with the law of jurisdiction. Where is the jurisdiction of the crime? The state of Ohio. So the federal government is deferring to the state and saying, okay, did you give this person the right to own a firearm? Yes, we did. How did you do it? Okay, what did we do? We gave him, we gave him his rights back. We, first he gave him the right to vote back, then we gave him the right to sit on the trial, then we gave him this, then we didn't restrict him. We only restrict two people from owning guns in the state of Ohio. Who are those two people? Felony offensive violence or drugs? And then you can include the third person in there, which would be uh, uh, the mental health and the alcohol and drug dependency. But who are, how can they prove that? How can they prove number four if nobody ever told or said anything about you? See what I mean? So that's why they're going with the other ones, okay? So can a felon, somebody who was convicted of a crime one, exceeding one year, own a firearm? Yes, depending upon the crime they committed, depending upon the state they're from, and they have to see whether their rights were restored back to them to own firearms. If their rights were restored back to them to own firearms, with, within the state, it could be Ohio, uh, Michigan, everybody, every state got different ways. Some states say you got to wait seven years. Some states don't give it back to you at all. They, they never give you your rights back because they know this would kick in, right? You got to know what state you're from. I'm just breaking down Ohio because that's the state I'm from. It's easy to understand. It's easy to break down. Let me see if I got anything else for y'all. On this subject, we could just go through uh, quick facts, felon in possession of firearm. Physical year in uh, physical year 18, 69,425 cases were reported to United States Sentencing Commission. 70,000 cases of felon in possession of a firearm. Here's the question. Do you think that felon in possession of a firearm out of 70,000 cases that maybe do you think 1% of those people maybe had their civil rights back and didn't even know it? Of these cases, 6,719 involved convictions under 922G. Mm. 70,000 was the whole. Okay, I see. So they had 6,719. Okay, it went up in 21. Okay. 922G prohibits certain persons from shipping, transporting, possessing, or receiving a firearm or ammunition while subject to a pro prohibition from doing so most commonly because a prior conviction for a felony offense. There we go. Because of a prior conviction of a felony offense. Again, 
without knowing whether that not knowing what your state say, you'll be in a roar of trouble and you won't even know you won't even know that you weren't supposed to be. As y'all see, look at the numbers, how they went up higher. Ninety seven point seven percent of felon in possession of firearm offenders were men. Come on, y'all. Really? Ninety seven point seven percent of people convicted of felony in possession of a firearm was men. Fifty four point two percent was black. Twenty four point nine percent was white. Seventeen percent was Hispanic and three percent was other races. The average age was thirty four. Ninety four percent of them was the United States citizens. Twenty five point six were in the highest criminal category. Remember we talked about that yesterday. Criminal uh, category one, category two, category three. A level up and down. Then they break down the districts, Missouri, Texas, Carolina, Texas, Missouri again, okay. Uh, then they just give some other fun statistics. Let me see if there's anything. The average sentence for all felony convictions, uh, possession of firearm offenders, 64 months. That's roughly five years. That's usually unless, you know, you got other mitigating circumstances, uh, meaning uh, mandatory minimums on your crime. You, you didn't just get caught with a pistol. You got caught in pistol and you know, some crack or some drugs. We know how we we know what Joe. We we talked about what Joe did already. Joe trying to make it right. That's what he's trying to do. But he already did all the damage. So that's why I'm breaking this down right here, so you'll know your rights. You'll know exactly what they can come get you for and what they can't come get you for. See what I mean? Okay. Let's see. Sentence imposed relative to guideline range under guidelines manuals. Okay. So 67.8 percent of the judges went up under the guidelines. You know. And then 32.2% variances, meaning, hey, they had other circumstances uh, that maybe they couldn't go under the guidelines. All right? So, y'all remember these numbers. Y'all want to take a look. The video will always be around. Uh, that's about it on that. If you're a felon in possession, what you need to do, I'll just bullet point it out. What you need to do, you need to go look at every crime you committed. You need to go see if that disqualifies you from owning a firearm. If it disqualifies from you from owning a firearm, don't. If you have a federal felony, you can't have a firearm, so don't do it. And if uh, you, your civil rights has been restored to you and you are allowed to carry a firearm because you didn't commit a violent crime or a, uh, what did it say again? Brain, I'm tired. Uh, or a drug crime, then what I would suggest you do is go to the lawyer, show them all that information. And say, can I at least get some paper or something? You know what I'm saying? Can I, you draw me up something? We can, so the courts know this, you know, so they'll identify this and I'll have it on record. And that is possible, I assume. I don't know. You know, you might be able to do that. So, that's it. Y'all have a nice day. Remember, Wild Child TV, check us out. Locate it. Come in. Play virtual escape room. Lumpkin Electronics. Like, share, subscribe to the channel. We'll just be breaking down stuff, man. We're just talking. I mean, y'all got your opinion, man. Drop it in the comments, man. You, do you agree? You disagree? You, what? You know? You're just doing here just to drop some knowledge, man. Have some fun. Uh, see what y'all think. We dropping content all the time. K-Lump in a virtual escape room. Come in and play with us. Look, look. I'm trying to tell y'all, man. Y'all think I'm joking. Look. Virtual escape room. We ready for y'all to come out and play. Have some fun. There's the Oculus is over there. Ready to come play. Get in the space. Have some fun. Probably going to do a video in a minute. I'm going to be uh, in the game. I'm going to be playing Onward. I think I'm going to do Onward, okay? Try to go through some houses and have some fun a little bit, all right? All right.
Y'all be safe. Y'all be cool. Hey, remember what I always say, man. The world is a dangerous place. So y'all be observant of your surroundings and take safe precautions before just going out into the world. And y'all be safe out there. Life is valuable. And uh, people crazy nowadays. So, hey, peace, love, like, subscribe.